0: Now presenting And I'm so sick of people saying that that love is just all a woman is fit for. I'm so sick of it. The Cinema Chicks Podcast
1: Maybe I'm one of those people that has always wanted to do it, but it's like a pipe dream.
0: Totally. I Snap out of it! Starring Hope Johansson I'm not a poet. I'm just a woman. And Madeline Rancourt yeah, Call me Ladybird like Christine. you said you would. Hey, I'm Hope. Hey, I'm Madeline. And we are The Cinema Chicks. So Madeline, have you watched anything new lately? I have, I have. I recently watched Two Distant Strangers on Netflix. It is a about 30 minute short film and you may have heard of it at the Oscars. It won Best Live Action Short Film. And this is probably the most timely film that I have watched maybe ever. It's so important to today's issues. I I guess is the best way to sum it up. It's about a black man who keeps having this reoccurring dream about a white cop killing him. And it's only 30 minutes, but it's perfect because it gets the point across I don't think like it really needed to be super long I would recommend for everyone to watch it I immediately texted my friends and was like hey you guys should watch this I'd love to be able to talk about it because I think it's one of those movies that you definitely should watch discuss with others it's you know obviously something that has been in the media continuously this past year. And yeah, I'm really, really happy that this won at the Oscars. And when it did, I was like, oh, I want to see that. And it's on Netflix. It's 30 minutes. So there's really like no excuse there. Pretty much everybody has, you know, access to it and it's short you don't need a ton of time to watch it is it like the best produced movie no i don't think so i'm thinking it was probably like a lower budget short film that was made i mean the cast i don't i don't know any of them it's not like oh my god it's starring joaquin phoenix or something like no there's no big names to it but i think it probably like then got picked up by netflix because it's such a powerful piece and I don't I don't want to really spoil anything, but at the end, during the credits, it lists the names of the young black people who have been murdered by the police and all the casualties from police brutality. And it then, like, through some of the lists next to their names, it'll say, like, Breonna Taylor was asleep in her bed. And then it ends with George Floyd was going to the grocery store. And it says remember their names say their names and I think because it's short you watch it and you're like oh my god what just happened like that was like that all happened so quickly at least that's how it felt to me in a way it wasn't like oh this long narrative and you really get to know the character you know what I mean like I would just I would really really recommend for everyone to check it out it's really great and I I hope that since it won at the Oscars I mean that's the one thing I hate to be like oh you know I don't think award shows are everything despite how much I talk about them I don't think they're you know the end all be all but one thing that's really great about them is they do give films like this a lot of press and talk and I mean honestly had it not been nominated had I I it nominated or won I don't know if I would have found it through all the thousands and thousands of films on Netflix, you know, and I haven't seen it at least on my personal Netflix as like one of the header movies or anything like that. So I think the fact that it won and, you know, is getting more talk, I hope that more people will check it out and it it just if anything, brings more light to the subject and gets people talking and having conversations about this issue because it's one that we have seen, like I said, continuously throughout history and especially this year. It's, you know, been an ongoing topic and uh, I hope that people can learn from it. So I watched that recently and I watched another short film. I watched the short version of the film that we are going to be discussing today shiva baby which is i want to it's only like seven or eight minutes long and emma seligman made it in 2018 and then later made the full-length version which we are discussing today which i love watching like a student film or not even it doesn't even have to be a student film but you know maybe a indie filmmaker And their short version of this film... And then they, like, get funding and it gets picked up and then, like, you know, notable actors want to be part of it and producers sign on to it and then it gets made into a full length. Like, I just think that's so exciting. That happened with Whiplash and I need to watch the original Whiplash. I do, too. Isn't that like, I don't know, I guess I find it exciting because it makes me think of how currently I'm like, oh, I have these ideas for films. But, you know, of course, I'm going to make them like 10 minutes long because that's what I can like reasonably do. But the idea that somebody could see that and then be like, I want to make this into a full length is like just... I think that's so exciting and I love to see how it changes and also how it stays the same. And I feel like with this film, so much of it stayed the same and I appreciated that. But also there were some things that I was like, okay, did we need a full length because it was so similar, but we will get into that later. So like I said, this was written and directed by Emma Seligman, which I love. It's written and directed by a female. You know, we love that here on Cinema Chicks.
1: Mm hmm. And it clearly shows. And Shiva Baby is starring Rachel Sanat, Molly Gordon, Polly Draper, and my personal favorite from my glee days. Diana Agron.
0: I love her and I was so excited to see her again on the screen because just like you, I love, love, loved her on Glee. And I mean, I know she's done quite a few films, but I just haven't, I don't know, I haven't seen her in a while. So that was so exciting because I- I don't know. Oddly enough, I feel like I see her a lot on like Instagram or in the media, like Mm paparazzi and stuff. But I'm like, wait, but what has she done since Glee? I don't really even know. So she didn't have like a huge, huge role in this. But just seeing her, I was like, I love seeing stars that I loved in my youth and teens coming back and having longevity in their career. So that, that was also, I was very excited to see her in this. But- Oh my gosh. Like you said, this, yeah, without a doubt, definitely female written and directed, which of course we love. And I felt like the issues and the topics that they were discussing were so, so relatable, especially to young women. It's about this young lady. She's a college student. So obviously, you know, hope we can both. We definitely, can relate. Oh, we can definitely relate. And She's attending a family shiva, which for anyone who doesn't know, it's the mourning process in Judaism. And it follows the burial. So clearly this is not like, oh my gosh, like a wedding or a baby shower. You know, it's it's when you're coming together, but not... Not for like exciting good reasons, but she is there. She's come from college. So obviously there's a lot of people who she hasn't seen in a while and they're all catching up. But the film starts with her having sex with this man and him paying her after. So clearly this is some sort of like transaction sugar baby sort of situation.
1: Yeah, we've got an arrangement going on here, which is like, you know... More power to you, girl. Not the way I expected this movie to start. Even after seeing the trailer and kind of like, you know, knowing what it was about. Like, bold move for
0: a start. It definitely, definitely was. I was like, oh, okay. Glad I'm not watching this with my family because that would just be awkward.
1: I think that may have been worse than like seeing the shape of water with my parents.
0: (laughs) oh my gosh i couldn't even
1: imagine yikes
0: but i just loved it because she shows up to this shiva and her parents are there and just like the comments that people are making you hear throughout the whole film and mind you this is not a long film it's an hour and like 17 minutes but you hear these comments throughout the whole film and i hope could not relate any more to this. Everyone's like, oh, so do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a job? Have you lost weight? Are you eating? And I'm like, I'm home for the the weekend right now and I just saw like a little bit of family and I'm like, wow. I could not relate more. And of course, everyone like means this in such a loving and caring way. You know, they want the update on your life and they want to know how you're doing, but when that's all happening at once and everyone's asking you at the same time, it can be extremely overwhelming. And there was this one point where I don't know a family friend a relative comes up to her and is like how much how much do you weigh let's get a scale and it reminded me like this summer I had a relative ask me the size of my waist and I was like um I don't know and she's like well it's so tiny what like I remember what size I was and I was like I don't met like I don't know it's just like those sort of things especially with the older generation I find that To them like you know they used To read magazines Where it was like oh you know this is The the measurements and you know Like Women used to do that all the time, and now we are working past that, but that's just part of the conversation to them, and it's it's hilarious because you see the different generations in this. You see this young lady there, and then her mother, and then these older people, and everyone has their different things to say. It was hilarious, and it felt so relatable. Oh my
1: gosh, it was so, so relatable, and the entire production team really aided in that i mean there were some moments of like such intense anxiety and this this feeling of being overwhelmed that like no one person on this team could have done so well alone like everything worked so harmoniously together and like truly could not have survived without the other like they needed the writing and the cinematography the the way it was shot and the music all to create those vibes. And the editing too was just so on point to like honestly what it feels like inside my brain a lot of the time when I'm put in situations that are uncomfortable and overwhelming. So again, I think that's, Because we had a woman heading the entire project, uh, which is why it felt maybe a little too relatable, hit a little too close to home. My gosh, literally some of those conversations too. Like, I am not Jewish, but my family is Catholic. Um, Same. So, okay. So like the, the vibe is pretty much the same, especially because we're like, eastern european catholics right um so like the they're very distant cousins i feel like in terms of family dynamics so yeah i have i have totally been at a wake that was exactly like this and like uh, talking to like (laughs) especially when when danielle's like talking to some of like the elderly eccentrics there um, I'm like oh my gosh this is exactly like you know my relative so-and-so uh, <laughs> no yeah literally. It's, oh my gosh it was too too funny because it hit too close to home
0: yeah and like you were saying with the whole like production of this it all pretty much takes place except for that sex scene at the beginning takes place at the house where the shiva is happening or a little bit we see outside and i think the way that this was edited there's this immense feeling of claustrophobia where we're feeling this like small tight space which like i don't know about you but i have been in during the holidays like i have been pushing around relatives and that just like there were like two or three different moments where she's like bumping into people and like she has coffee spilled on her or she breaks this vase okay I've never had it to that extreme but of course it's a film and it's art and it's heightened but that was hilarious and these people these people asking her about the bathroom and this one lady like she asks her about the bathroom and she's like I really have to go I really have to go to the bathroom and then you get this like over the shoulder of the lady who was asking about the bathroom and you can see that she's like bouncing up and down because she needs to go so bad like it was relatable it was that attention to detail of being overwhelmed and I think that's why it was perfect that this was only an hour and 17 minutes is because honestly it was like some of it watching I was like I don't think I could take much more yeah I couldn't I couldn't and that was that was one thing that watching the seven minute short film version so I watched that before watching the full like. oh and because I was like okay I want to see you know in terms of like how this was made I want to watch the first one before whatever so I watched it before and I was like okay first thoughts loved the concept of like sugar daddy at a family event was not something necessarily that I related to, but it was just this, like, funny, comical... Also, it felt pretty pretty modern, I guess. Like, these whole sugar daddy, like, connection apps right. and stuff like that. And seven minutes, you know, you literally saw the, like, sex scene and then you saw her go to this shiva and her being like, uh, who's this for? Who's this for? And then her parents talking to the guy and being like, oh my gosh, we know you. And it kind of ended there. And I was like, oh my God, I love that. That's so funny. And that's like the perfect little like seven minute short film idea because you didn't really like, oh my God, I know her character. Oh my gosh, I'm like connected to anybody. It wasn't so much that, but it was just like, this is a really like funny topic to touch upon so then that made me super excited to watch the full length and honestly like I loved this I thought it was great but uh, I hate to say it but after watching the short film and then watching the full length I was like I was I was happy with the short film I don't know like I didn't feel like what I guess what I was looking forward to going into the full length after was like oh my gosh like we're gonna learn more about her we're gonna see her at college we're gonna see past relationships we're gonna learn about her relationship with their parents we're gonna like see into this guy's family and who he's cheating on and we still didn't get that which I liked when watching the full length just get this very like moment in time this is what's happening this is the situation and then we leave and you're just kind of like dropped in as the audience but in a way I was like okay I got All the same things from the short film. So I don't know. I guess I was just hoping Emma would have like, oh, I, you know, now I have the opportunity to do this full length. Like, what else can we explore with these characters rather than what else can we explore within this situation? Because... I mean, to be honest, all I felt like we got like other than that was, you know, they did add more characters. We didn't have Molly's friend from home and ex-girlfriend in it. And we also didn't have the wife and the child of her sugar daddy, which obviously these are like very, very interesting characters But I still didn't feel like we got enough because we didn't really get a background because we're still in the house and we didn't really get what happens after. So I guess... I kind of just felt like it was, like, an extended version of the short film. But, like, I guess the best way I can explain it is I was looking for, like, full circle and, like, what happens around this character. And I felt like we just got, like, a longer line, if that makes any sense. Like, in my head, I'm, like, I wanted, like, if we are looking at the film from, like, above and the little short film was, like, this tiny little dot, like, I wanted the full length to like be an expansion of it and it just felt like lengthened on a like a linear line a linear line that literally is (laughs) saying line line twice but like it just felt like I don't know like visually in my head that makes sense I don't know if that makes any
1: it makes complete sense (laughs) no I totally I totally totally get your point I don't know I this is also coming from my perspective like I did not watch the original one first so like not having any perspective with that. I don't know. I feel like these were these are characters that I was invested in because of what was happening like at this moment, at this time, like this super specific like honestly probably end up being like a micro event in the grand scheme of all of these people here. But like I don't I don't know if I care about them enough to like zoom out and see the Bigger picture of their lives outside of this Shiva, you know?
0: And that, yeah, that's the thing is, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so invested in these characters. I need to know mm-hmm. what they do, like, what they eat for breakfast. It wasn't like that. But I guess I just, I wanted to, like, I wanted to see more because I wanted that to raise the stakes for me more. I guess I wanted to see, like, how can this get more intense? And it did it did get more intense in the short film because we're introduced to oh my gosh not only does he have a wife and kids which we knew in the short film but now we're seeing them and of course like for Danielle's character the lead character for her to see these people in real life like oh my god they're like really part of his life they are right here and then for them to say like Oh, yeah, he goes to these really expensive dinners with his friends. Um, Yeah, no, he's not going to expensive dinners with his friends. He's paying a sugar baby. <laughs>
1: yes, and buying her a matching bracelet to his wife. How cute. Oh, my God.
0: That was hilarious. She was like, oh, um, I got this for like a high school graduation. She's like, didn't you say you're in college, though, and you're graduating college? This is a new collection
1: uh and and at the beginning too when she's like her mom is like that looks like a pretty expensive looking bracelet like where'd you get this thing and she's like you gave it to me mom don't you remember like two years ago or something and her mom's like yeah hell yeah i did <laughs>
0: It's so funny. It's so funny. And it was like those moments that I loved and we didn't get that in the short film. So, of course, it was like, oh, my gosh, like these are, like I was saying, the bathroom moments or people bumping into her and all these conversations like that we didn't get before. But also, I didn't feel like that was like pivotal in the story and in the plot that I needed it in order to understand what was going on or it for to, like, advance the plot. hmm So I guess that's kind of where I struggled with this. Yeah, I, I
1: definitely don't think – I don't know. It was almost like watching a series of microaggressions and just, like – sitting on this bomb and just waiting for it to explode because you know the whole time it's going to, but it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, how many, let's count, how many little tiny things is it going to take for the world to just come crashing down and what's that going to look like? And then it's kind of like, I I don't know. I mean, I think- This might sound terrible, but I think all these characters were also just like a little whiny and had a little bit too much time on their hands for me to actually be sympathetic towards their quote-unquote problems. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which isn't to say that I didn't enjoy the movie. Like I had a feeling fantastic 77 minutes watching this and i will (laughs) 1000% recommend it to everyone i know but it's like this movie is for the fun of it it's not for the the juicy meaty plot line and the fully fleshed out character arcs and the beautiful symbolism and whatever it's like No, this movie is literally about, like, a girl and her sugar daddy's worlds colliding.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's the thing, is I guess I, I don't know, like, even from the trailer, I don't know why I went into this thinking it would be, like, a dramedy. And it was, but it was so much more comedy than I guess I expected. I think the thing about it is it was so realistic that it was, like, almost painful to watch,
1: oh yeah
0: and it was like oh my god like I, th- okay I figured it out okay I think this for me was just like a definition of secondhand embarrassment yes like watching Danielle go through this I was like oh my god oh no no oh no oh no like when she backs up into this bureau sort of thing and she gets like stabbed by a nail, and then she has to take her tights off and yes. she's bleeding. And then she decides to take nudes in the bathroom and send them to the sugar daddy while he's there. And then they lose their phones. Like that was such secondhand embarrassment. And I was like, Yep. It was like watching like a horror movie, but it wasn't like ghost scary it was just like i am scared for what is going to happen to this poor girl at this shiva yes i thought it was hilarious honestly and like you said i think i would i think i really would recommend this to a lot of people like just for a good time
1: yes this is we're here for this is (laughs) you know what the
0: tagline for
1: this movie is it should literally be like i'm gonna make a a letterboxed." Like collection of movies under the tagline of "We're here for a good time, not a long time." Mm. This this is number one at the top oh. of the list.
0: Oh, for sure. And like anybody who is going to watch this, like they need to be okay with secondhand embarrassment. And this is like it, extremely heightened.
1: Mm-hmm. It's so, like buckle up, baby, because like we're about to go on a ride that. <laughs> you may not like at the end i mean it like it is what it is it goes on and takes on a lot of different scenarios that i maybe necessarily didn't expect it to and you know i'm also realizing now i think part of the reason too why it's so funny is because like honestly danielle's pretty dumb and she gets herself in a lot of trouble like she literally created all of her problems for herself And, like, created so many webs of so many lies to so many different people that I think a lot of the humor, sadly, even though I I kind of, you know, see a little bit of myself in her as, you know, a a almost senior in college, too. but, But part of the humor in this is watching everything fall apart for her because it's like, oh girl, I see how many different ways you've dug yourself in so many different holes. And it's like, Oh, oh like the humor in it I think is just like seeing her struggle which sounds terrible.
0: I agree though and I like I can't be like oh my god she's so dumb. Like she's not because we've all done that. We yes. all do that in situations where it's like just trying to please everybody. Like you said earlier the editing in this I loved so much. It kind of gave me this like whiplash sort of sensation of Like, you know, the scene in Christmas Vacation where the family comes in and they're greeting everybody – and they're going to be staying with them, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, are you sharing a bed?" And oh, oh, yes. They're like, "I have money for you," or I, I don't, I don't. I'm totally paraphrasing, and my parents would be ashamed because we watch this movie constantly, and I should know it by now. But you know that moment when like everybody's coming in, and you're jumping from one conversation to the next, to the next, to the next. Yes. And it felt like that, but for an hour, and it was a bit overwhelming. But nonetheless, I really enjoyed this film. And I don't know about you Hope, but I would say this is Cinema Chicks approved.
1: I completely (laughs) agree. It's definitely not the same caliber of some other films that are Cinema Chicks approved. I mean, I'm not saying this is rivaling minari or the (laughs) father this movie is in a class of its own like i said earlier it's here for a good time if you need to have a good laugh at someone else's expense other than your own and like understand this this unfortunate funny family situation I am so here for it. I honestly can't wait to watch it again because I truly enjoyed it that much. I can't wait to watch this with other people. Like, I think it's going to be so much fun to sit and watch with a group of friends one night, like hanging out, eating popcorn, and just having a fantastic time because isn't that what life's all about? Watching a fun movie with your friends. This is totally it. Totally,
0: it. Yeah, you make a really good point. Not every movie has to be tears and drama and soul crushing. And I, you know, that's what we've been reviewing a lot recently because of the award show season. And it is nice to have a fun watch. And like you said, I would love to like watch this. Hope when you get back to New York, we are watching this together. We're Done deal. A first night. We're doing face masks. We're going. Yes. Out. This. This really, like, yeah, this has a very much, like, I would watch this with, like, if I was doing, like, a movie marathon, I think also starring Molly Gordon, I would watch this with Booksmart, Mm -hmm. and maybe, I don't know, I guess I would just watch, like, this and Booksmart together, because I feel like those would pair nicely, and they're fun movies and Molly Gordon is fabulous in both of them. If we were a like a rental movie blockbuster sort of store we would have like Shiva Baby and Booksmart next to each other and it would be like a Cinema chicks special and both of these Chicks approved films that pair perfectly together I have a whole vision for this. It would like come with like face masks and like a bagel and lox and maybe like a slice of pizza for Booksmart and i just just, I love both of those movies. They both star Molly Gordon and they make for great like, I don't want to say chick flicks because they're not, but they're just fun like youthful comedies that are so insanely relatable and both have been episodes on Cinema Chicks. So obviously, you know we love them. And that's a wrap on today's episode. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Cinema Chicks Podcast and on TikTok at Cinemachicks. And if you want to be friends, you can follow me on Instagram at Madeline Daisy Rancourt and on Letterboxd at Madeline Daisy. Or you can follow me
1: on Instagram at Hope Johansson and on Letterboxd at HJoha.
0: And before we end, we'd like to thank today's sponsors
1: Secondhand Embarrassment,
0: Bagels and Locks,
1: and Sugar Daddies. Thanks for
0: listening. So glad we had that talk. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.